You are listening to an AR podcast on episode 51. Today we talk about the new HBO series Peacemaker episodes 1 to 3. We also talk about the sad news of the cancellation of Toy Fair 2022. And finally, we will be talking about the new just dropped Moon Knight trailer for the Disney Plus series. Let's go. Hello, everybody. Um, I don't know where Justin and Chris went. Where are you guys? Get in here, boys. Let's get this show on the road. Hello. I thought you were going to do an intro first. Oh, I'll do God, everything's okay. falling. <laughs> yeah, you got to do the intro. Just like we planned it, right? Um, welcome, Every everybody. Time. welcome, everybody, to episode 51. Um, if you're listening to us on our podcast, welcome, welcome. Our weekly episode. We got a good show today. We got a lot of cool topics to get into. Uh, but like always, before we get into the topics, I want to bring in my two Mifit friends here. Hanging out from their nerd cave? Let's do nerd cave today. Sure. Yeah, the nerd it's cave. It's my living room. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's a giant nerd cave for you. <laughs> uh, our our friend D is not here, so yeah, we're going to miss him today. We had to let him go. So you know what happens, right? When you're not on the show, what happens? You get made fun you're of. dead. Yes. <laughs> oh, not dead. What are you talking about? That's a little harsh. <laughs> you get made fun of, or we'll throw some jokes here and there about that person. That's what happens when you're not here. So you can't yeah. defend it. We like it when Four you're not eyes. here. We, we like it when you're not here to defend yourself. So <laughs> kick Anyways. them when they're down. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, uh, like always, we always talk about what we watched and what we got. So, Chris, you can start it off today. Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> But it's a good replacement. Sorry, yeah. D. <laughs> uh, okay, so what I watched, I actually watched quite a bit this last week. I finally watched The Eternals, <sighs> which I have to admit, you know, not following the comics, I actually quite enjoyed the movie. Uh, I do have to say Kigo was my favorite character. When they go and meet him after time's gone by and he's like, here's my manager. And he thought I was a vampire and stabbed me in the heart. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was a good movie. And then I watched, uh, I started this new show yesterday called um, Something 81. Of course, I want to talk about it. And then it just skipped my mind. It's on Netflix. It just came out. It's supposed to be this new kind of horror. Of of course. Of course. Archive 81. That's it. Uh, And it's interesting. So far, I've watched the first one and a half episodes. It's really cool because this guy gets um, hired to restore these old videotapes. And it's this girl who's doing a documentary about this um, apartment that's downtown. And a lot of crazy stuff starts happening. So I'm into it. So far, so good. I'll probably watch more after this. So we'll see where that goes. Is that a found footage kind of In a way, yes. Because what happens is as he, each episode, I believe he restores a new cassette tape. Because these cassettes were damaged in the fire. What is that, Chris? What's a cassette tape? It's those old things that you put in a camcorder. 
And this is supposed Please. to be based. <laughs> there we go. Ninety percent uh, of the fan base is like, "What's a cassette tape?" <sighs> I'm, I'm, they're back. They're a thing. I, our last three records were on cassette tapes. El Planta. They're de making a comeback. El Planta de Cinema uh, de Cina is saying that the Eternals was a big disappointment. Like the defenders on Netflix show, I have to agree with him. They it was that that movie wasn't that great in my opinion, right? It's, yeah. Everyone has their own yeah. thing, but I just I just thought it was not necessary. I didn't really get much out of that movie. I you know what? It's a it's a bad movie when I thought the end credit scenes were <laughs> more important or more oh, wow. uh, enjoyable. That's. I really like the end credit scenes and uh, the two end credit scenes that we saw. Right, to me, they were more mm. uh, better the enjoyment. I had more enjoyment out of it than watching the in, in, in the movie. Don't get me wrong; the movie had some, you know, things that it was interesting. Like you mentioned, uh, some scenes like the Bollywood scene was pretty colorful and interesting. Um, mm -hmm. It had its moments, but overall, it was just sort of like an average kind of stealthy, kind of get out of the way kind of movie. But we'll mm. see. I mean. Maybe this movie might be something that, you know, people say, well, hey, it, it was that movie that kind of connected the tissues for the future movies that we're going to see, right? Yeah. In, in a sure. way, we'll, we'll see how it is. But yeah, anyway, sorry to cut you off there. For a lot. Uh, no worries. So uh, this guy restores each video cassette in an episode and he watches it. So it goes to him watching the cassette and then it goes to like, in person of the woman interviewing these people who live at the building to find out why they move there, why they're living there. So that's all I can really tell you. Uh, watch the first episode. It's uh, very interesting. It's got its creep factor. And I love it because, again, it's not one of those shows that's completely relying on jump scares. It's a very mm. psychological kind of thriller at the moment so cool i probably won't check it out because i'm not into that but uh <laughs> justin justin might right? right since when actually yeah i do love me what a do good mean, since when since the beginning psychological. of time <laughs> i know since that's, that's the joke <laughs> i do love uh, me a good psychological okay anything else chris thriller slash uh there was more that I watched, but onto what I got, I didn't really get anything because what I got last week kind of takes the cake for the next five months. <laughs> uh, but uh, I did do, I did get this. And, the, you, and you did something cool with it too. Yes, I did a five minute review and uh it's up on youtube and our social media and don't you like how i social got it back media. In the yeah you can on see instagram it on the twitter and right facebook yeah it's all there all that good stuff but do you like how i put it <laughs> yeah. back in the box for you it's like i didn't even nice. open it <laughs> but yeah, yeah. have happened and i think you're going to do a lot more of those things uh shorts uh down the road as well right yeah, it, it was kind of cool because uh, it's my first time editing, so be gentle on the comments for that. And uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't, can't I don't, wait. I don't see the sentinel on the back though, so you need to get that somehow in the back of your camera. Yeah, you, get your shit together, Christopher. Yeah, I think maybe have it sitting at the top of the shelf there, at the very top. What you want me to put this back here? No, no the your sen sentinel. Sentinel. Oh, I. 
You know what? I'm waiting on lights for my display case. I got to take off these doors to take out a shelf just to fit it in. You know, I really really don't like that feature with those doors because I... When I was putting it together, I'm like, what? I got to take the doors off to put the shelves on? Like, what? (laughs) I was, like, cursing and swearing. Like, I was one of those old people. Like, oh, I just spent so much time putting this damn thing together. And now I got to take... Thankfully, I found, figured that I only have to take one door off. Ah, okay. But, like, Uh, it would have been easier if you could have just lift the glass off the little holders instead of having to slide them in. I know. Children's That's what I thought. Oh, they don't just lift off and... No, they don't. They don't, yeah. You actually have to take the doors off because they kind of cut into the shelf inside. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine me putting four of them together and then finding out about it afterwards. <laughs> oh, good times. I mean, that's uh, that's part of Ikea slash yeah, those types of things. That lore that you build it once, <laughs> then you go, God damn it. And then you have to untake, you have to take it apart because one thing is twisted the wrong way or something. And then you're wondering why there's an extra screw at the end as well. Like, why like it? oh, it's because I'm, <laughs> I'm, yeah, meant to break one because I'm yeah. going to screw it up and yeah. lose it or something. All right. Anything else, Chris? Uh nope, that is it. What about right, Justin? Cool. What'd you watch? Got, What'd you get? I got a nice Lando, Lando with the <laughs> that cape is cape. so sweet. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, looks awesome. And if anybody others, was listening, wondering he was what he was doing, he was actually blowing on the cape. Yeah, I'm giving him some wind effects. We gotta describe. Uh, we gotta describe stuff for our listeners on podcasts. Yeah, yeah, that's the closed <laughs> captioning. Justin blows gracefully at Lando's cape. Uh, I watched well, apart from from Peacemaker and Book of Boba Fett. Um, apart from things that are for work, uh, I watched this little guy a bunch. That's yeah, your dog. You're talking about your dog here. <laughs> this little guy, Dio. Watched him. Um. I'm trying to think. I didn't. Oh, Chris, did you did you watch uh, Don't Look Up? Oh, my God. Yes, that was the other show. And OK, so if you don't mind me kind of going in before no, you, no, you say anything. S- steal mine, because because apart from the two things that I watched for the podcasts, I don't think I've really watched much other than YouTube <laughs> and stuff. So all I got to say is. The movie wasn't what I was expecting, and I no. found it to be a mockery of how the world is in such crazy situations. I'm like halfway through the movie, yeah. I'm like, you know what? This is more realistic than mm-hmm. a movie. <laughs> yeah, like I was expecting a very like Ocean's Eleven style or like, you know, when they get the whole like star-studded cast and it's just like craziness and awesome and super dramatic and whatever but now do you get what i was saying it's very much like idiocracy where it's just like it's it's very much like a satire on how shitty people are and just like how the world is garbage and wouldn't deal with anything properly i thought i thought it was gonna be like deep impact where it's gonna be yeah exactly i thought it was gonna be like kind of serious and like a little jokey here and there but it was just like like jonah hill was like oh his he's so good he's so good he was and like in all the press releases and everything and all the um promo and stuff he would like bring a fart machine and just like put it under like leo's desk 
when they were talking about and like Netflix producers were calling him and like just being like, you need to stop that. And he's like, piss off. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and that's like kind of the tone of the movie. Yeah, it's it. Yeah. It, I at first I was like, this movie's kind of annoying. And then I was like, I think that's just because I was expecting something completely different. So yeah. when you go into it. Yeah. Almost like in the mindset of like watching a Dumb and Dumber movie or something like that, like or like an Adam Sandler movie or just something like not necessarily lowbrow, but just like a fun whatever comedy. But it's I think the mystique of just like, oh, the world's going to end and it's (laughs) there's a meteor crashing down and there's all these super prestigious actors in it. You're like, oh, this this is going to be intense. And then it's just like super wacky and almost slapstick esque. Yeah, I have to admit, you know, Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio, it's almost like I couldn't see him in his character because it was such a different character. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was the same for Kate Blanchett. I'm like, I didn't realize she was the newscaster on the talk show until, yeah. like, you know, halfway through the, uh, the movie. I'm like, oh, my God, that's Kate Blanchett. Ella. You know, but it just goes to show you the amazing actors they had in there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it didn't get well received by the critics. A lot of people didn't <clears> like <throat> it that well. No, and I, I, I don't know. Maybe they were expecting something else. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. we, like we, we were all thinking it was going to be like a deep impact type of movie, but it became... Well, from other previews, it didn't really set the mood and the tone of the movie. Yeah, I no. don't think. Because I remember watching... Um, you got very few hints a- of what it really was. A bunch, yeah, it looked like it was going to be a serious, like, kind of thriller movie. And mm-hmm. then when it wasn't, I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. So, but like what it was trying to do, I think it did pretty all right. So it wasn't yeah. like incredible. It didn't blow my mind, but no, it was a fun it, movie. It, it was uh, just above average, I think, for me. But it yeah. had its moments and it was good. It, it, it is a Netflix movie. What did you want? It yeah, to exactly. Be, right? <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, it's it's definitely a Netflix movie. Like it's not a huge budget thing. It's, I mean, it definitely, most of was, the budget it definitely was, wasn't a huge budget at all. <laughs> no, most of the the budget was like blown on Leonardo and Meryl Streep so. and Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, because no, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence. They skipped out on her. Did you see her bangs? They couldn't afford the rest <laughs> of them. Yeah, they couldn't. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Courtney Cox already did that in Scream. So yeah, yeah, no, you're too late. And, yeah, as as uh, as Alex says, the 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 ending. I did really like the ending. Oh yes, yeah. they didn't listen to them. They didn't listen to them. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I I was. Let's not spoil. I was it for happy. Well, with, you know what? We've already no. given this warning to everybody that listens to us many times. Uh, yeah, whatever. It's been out we for a couple weeks. It's on Netflix. Spoil things you have for you here. No excuse. Always. The the meteor crashes in and everyone dies and they all sit around a the dinner table eating dinner. And because there's nothing they can do. I kind of liked the the ending and how the the movie went where it wasn't like, oh, we actually saved the day or something else happened. It's exactly. like, nope, everyone's dead. And you're like, well, yeah. all right, this, this one, is a good story. The 1% survived, though. So that's all that matters, oh. I guess, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love yeah. how Meryl Streep left her son at the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. the oh, yeah. The meet and greet or whatever. He's like, yeah. she's coming back. She's coming back. <laughs> I know she is coming back. Um, all right. Anything yeah. else, Justin? Nope. All right. Cool. <laughs> awesome. 
Um, well, I pretty much watched the same thing as you. I watched Peacemaker, all three episodes, and we're going to talk about that in a bit here. <clears throat> I watched The Book of Boba Fett, which we already talked about. And I also watch uh, Righteous Gemstone, which is John Goodman. Uh, I got tipped off. Oh, yeah. D tipped me off after watching it. Uh, he watches it himself, so I just had to check it out. And I binged through, I think, like six or seven episodes of season one. Season two just dropped, uh, I believe, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It, so far, so good. Uh, it's basically yeah. about the Southern Church, you know, uh, followings the you know the big, huge church productions that they have in the South. You see it on yeah. Sunday mornings, right, and all those things. So it's basically a show about that. It is it is comedy based, so it's not a okay documentary or realistic or anything like that. It's John Goodman. I thought it's, it was going to be like yeah, John Goodman either does yeah like comedies or like super serious stuff. But, so but I thought about, it was going to be like. No, no really it's about it's about how rich they the really Southern are. Baptist Church. No, it's about how wealthy they are. They are billionaires yeah. in this. Uh, oh yeah, in this world, right? Mm-hmm. They basically are like the godfathers of this community of owners. Right? Oh yeah, because there's the smaller churches, there are medium churches, and then there's these mega churches, and they are the mega of the mega churches, right? They've well, I got, mean, it's like the it's like the uh, Vatican. Like it, it it has its own jurisdiction and like yeah and, well this, uh, these guys don't have their own jurisdiction but they have no i'm saying of, but like the vatican is like a huge version of that and then like yeah in these ones are like the but big church is like the these guys probably rival the vatican in terms of revenue <laughs> they're there it's crazy the this show it's wow. it's a, it's worth watching it's a good show it's on crave cool. and hbo max so it sounds a, like this would be a very controversial thing to talk about so you know i will what? not um, watch it I thought that, but I haven't heard anything negative about it. Well, I haven't really dug into it, but I checked the no, internet. It, I checked the internet a little all, bit, but I didn't see any, yeah. anybody hating on this show because it's it's a comedy, right? It's so it's loosely based. Um, it's not being it's not supposed to be taken seriously. So, but everyone gets offended these days about anything, right? Uh, Sapio is eating cake while watching us. I like jealous. that. I Which so kind jealous. of cake? Yeah, you need to tell. <laughs> yeah, him. what kind of cake? You can't just drop like that eating a cake. You gotta be I more mean, detailed. He's got here. a red background. It better be red velvet cake or oh, some cherry I, or strawberry cake. German chocolate. Okay, let's guess. This guess. Mm. You said velvet. What do you think, Chris? He's eating, or she's eating, uh, or they're eating. German chocolate cake. I like that one. Black Ooh. forest. I'm saying black forest. Ew. That's my favorite kind of cake. There no, you go. Shut you your mouth, not, no, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Two you do not one. put fruit in cake. Oh, no. Okay. A maraschino cherry? No. Are you kidding You're me? You don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is that, um, wow. <laughs> that was actually kind of funny. That was, that was pretty clever. That was a nice, like... Hey, what's wrong with what's wrong with cherry? You don't like cherry? Red velvet called it's it. Not in cake. Oh, wow. He called it. Yeah, red velvet. And cheesecake. Okay, well, you sort of called it. We'll, but we'll give you the well, half red point. velvet. We'll give yeah. you the half point. Probably cheesecake frosting. Yeah, maybe. Ooh. Yeah. That... Oh, that sounds so or good. Or just right double fisting cakes. Yeah. <laughs> double fisting cakes. <laughs> Apparently, that's just me in the chat. That is, that is awesome. That is awesome. Oh, my God. And this is what we do here. We stop everything we're talking about just to answer yeah. questions. Yeah, when cake comes or, up, everything everything stops. Dessert is our weakness. That it is our kryptonite. Priority. All right, let me get to what I watched and what I got. Well, uh, I just like I said, I watched those two shows, and I watched The Righteous mm-hmm. Gem. Uh, really nothing else. Uh, what I got, well, I got the Action Force figures. They are basically G.I. Joe universe figures. 
there from Valiverse, a gentleman who used to work at Hasbro, if I'm correct, and left and built his own company. And hmm. it's two years in the making. He had a Kickstarter funding to start it off with. And then um, I believe Dorkside Toys, which is a you know good website, picked up his his licensing to sell on their site. And, well, after that, two years of waiting, people really were worried because I was one of the first to invest in it right away. I bought pretty much everything he had up for sale. And I was a little worried because it's been two years and I got nothing, no response, nothing. I even messaged the actual owner, Bobby, and he messaged me directly and he said, yeah, they're on their way. Don't oh, nice. We, we want to make sure it's done right, so we're going to take the time and do it right. Yeah. We don't want any quality That's issues. That's a thing with these Kickstarters is, you know, you have to have patience. You know, they're not yeah, like yeah. Hasbro where they'll do it for three months, uh, you know, raise the funds to be able to do the project where this one, it is relying <clears throat> on the consumer, which when you think about it, they are the investors. And, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, at least, you know, you're going to get good quality if they are taking time. You know, it's not like that one person out there who came out with these street characters and it's just like, what is yeah, this? Yeah, we're not, we're not <laughs> this wasn't rushed because he meant, because I said to him, oh, I can't wait to get in November. And this was two years ago. He's like, wait, we're November. No, no, this is not releasing till late later on. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, okay. So I, I, I was kind of worried that, oh, this might not get released, but I know that sure. because, because I put my money in dork site there, they would probably refund me anyways. I wasn't too worried, but sure enough, they came out and, it's been a like phenomenal. Like people are trying to fall over themselves trying to get Wave One because Wave One is no longer in production, and um, he does sell through his website directly as well. But it's been sold out everywhere. All the retailers that have jumped on uh, have been sold out, uh, and he is just you know the reviews come in from a lot of people. I've got a whole bunch of them. I'm going to do some quick reviews. I'm going to actually play around with them and mix them up with some G.I. Joe characters as well and sort of give people what they really wanted. They wanted flexibility with both universes. They wanted to intertwine the two to for photos, whatever it is, right? Because it's just more See fun. See if you can, can swap heads. Yeah, yeah. when you can even swap mm -hmm. weapons and backpacks, all that stuff, right? And he comes with a ton of accessories with all of his characters, and you could just buy the accessories separately. So I bought yeah. I bought backpacks, guns, uh, even uh, weapon blasting effects, all kinds of things you can buy uh, if you don't want the figures. Then he has army building characters where just they're just basic army figures in different colors, and you could put the accessories on them to make them all different. That's and cool. they're they're only twenty dollars a pop. What? Yeah, twenty dollars. They're only twenty bucks a pop. For the army builders, the other ones that come with all these other stuff are only ten bucks more. For a small company, that's a very that's reasonable pretty good. price point. Well, okay. you're saying he 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 came from where? <clears throat> uh, he used to work for Hasbro, from what I hear. I remember so he probably yeah. I remember him. And that sounds like he probably has like some contacts from the manufacturers, probably. and then yeah, it's just like not having to spend nearly as much on on the 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 initial cost of getting started if he already has the contacts with the manufacturers and stuff like that so then that's really cool that he's then passing those savings on and well know, i mean i don't know exactly but i do remember like when i was listening to one of the, uh, one of the youtube lives that he was on a while back this is when mm -hmm. he was just mentioning the company it hadn't even produced anything uh he was just talking about a little bit of background i do remember him saying that he left hasbro or he was 
been let go by Hasbro. He wasn't on good terms with Hasbro as well. He didn't like mm. their policies. How, um, and this is just me tr- trying to remember some stuff. I could be totally wrong here, but yeah, he just basically said I wanted to build my own. And you know, the cool mm-hmm. thing that he did was he knew that GI Joe licensing was coming to Hasbro, but they didn't have Sergeant Slaughter's rights. That's the <laughs> one character from GI Joe that Hasbro doesn't have the rights to. And guess what he did? He signed Sergeant Slaughter. As as wow. uh, to to own his rights, a likeness in an action figure, and now hmm. Hasbro, if they want to make a Sergeant Slaughter figure, they have to go through him to make yeah. a Sergeant Slaughter figure, and he's not gonna allow that because he's already made his Sergeant Slaughter figure, and it looks pretty good. It is a little yeah. bit cartoonish, it's not as realistic as I thought it would be, but it's still a Sergeant Slaughter figure, and who doesn't want a goddamn Sergeant Slaughter figure in their collection? Right? Yeah. Listen up, you maggots! Right? Because you can have it in G.I. Joe or WWF. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not so, World Wildlife Fund. Mm-hmm. It's like the classic World <laughs> World Wrestling Federation. So The good old out. days. The good old yeah. days. <laughs> but yeah, no, I... So I can't wait to open those up. I got those... I got that set... And then I also got uh, my Leo and Donatello Power Rangers Turtle crossover. And all the pictures are up on our Instagram. And you can see the scrolling in the bottom here, our Instagram handle. If you want to see the pictures, if you're listening and you want to know what I'm talking about, go to our um, uh, Instagram handle at AstonishingNR. You can check that out. We put the pictures up. And uh, we also I also got NECA Turtle stuff. And me and Justin actually just did a video yesterday it is mm-hmm. called Toy Therapy. It is a new segment that we put into our channel. And basically, it's uh, we grab a drink and uh, we just sit down um, and actually open up these toys and just talk about toys and things that are related to it. I think we had some VHS tapes that we had a hold of. And we kind of veered off about VHS and how we had to <laughs> rewind stuff at the rental stores and stuff yeah. like that. So it's just a chill, I mean, relaxed... Film projectors. We were, yeah, yeah, exactly. Film projectors. Good, it wasn't really... Tangent. It's not a really a review per se, but it's more of like a yeah. fun get together and just kind of chat and you know enjoy. Yeah, much more laid back kind of. Yeah, I hope you guys version of it. T- talked with that like, okay, so <laughs> no, we are we looking weren't, at we weren't stoned, okay? <laughs> we no, that um, calming, relaxing sound. Oh, you like, the, whisp- the whispering. Oh yes, today. Yeah, like the it's delicious an ASMR. Dish. Yeah, ASMR. It's an it's an A and R ASMR. No, and I crinkled ASMR. a bunch of like bubble wrap and shit, and like whispered. It was great. I dropped so, water, and I just bo- rubbed plastic. <laughs> I dropped water on figures. Yeah, I, I remember back when I was a child. Good times, fun times. Yeah. Uh, no, Daddy. No. Thank you for joining me. <laughs> oh. Okay, let's go on. Yeah, let's get on to our show here because we just ranted off for like. I don't know how well, long did we rent up for like twenty <laughs> minutes for nothing. Okay, let's get into our show. Uh, should we talk about the good stuff, or should we talk about the sad stuff? Let's get on with uh, Peacemaker. What's sad? Okay, let's get into the, the good stuff. All right, let's get into Peacemaker. Uh, oh, Peacemaker episode one, one, two, Oops. and three. <laughs> well, once we get there, then yeah. I'll put up that thing to break so. the magic. <laughs> Episode one, it is titled A Whole New World, but world, like as in you're getting world around. Yeah. I love I love world. their titles. Their li- titles are really good. They were. That I I think it's like the first show that I've actually cared about the titles. Like when wow. I saw and that, I was opening. like, oh, okay, I'm gonna need to read the beginning. So Peacemaker, if you don't you guys don't know who he is, it is a character from the Suicide Squad movie. And if you haven't seen Suicide Squad movie part two, 
James one, yeah, the good one. You can skip one. It wasn't really the one is garbage. <laughs> yeah, you could, you could just kind of walk away from that. But go and watch two because it was directed by James Gunn, who happens to be the same director to this mm-hmm. TV show, and it is a continuation from part uh, from uh, the part two Suicide Squad. Do they yeah, really like need right to after. watch? It? I don't think they really need to watch it because they did a sort of a brief. They don't because I didn't watch it and I know exactly what's going on. Okay. I watched no, I'm the sorry. first. It's... I watched the bad one and I didn't watch the second one, but I heard it was really good. But I like the recap that they did was, was enough, more enough. than enough to yeah. plenty to get me exactly. Oh, okay. That guy that I remember, the Swedish guy, he's dead. Yeah. Okay. Uh, John Cena was in the new one. Okay, I forgot about that. And this is there. The, boom, you're here. And I was like, okay, I'm I'm caught up. I know what's going on. But go watch it because it's going to give you to, a but... nice beginning because that's the thing that I'm liking about this show and having the same director is it picks up sure. where the movie let, leaves off, but there's not any kind of production change from the movie that's what I was to gonna say, actually. the new series. That's what I was going to say is even going from the recaps, like, for example, like the Matrix, the new Matrix, when they had like flashbacks from the old Matrix, like, yeah, sure. It was, you know, 10 years apart or whatever, but there's huge, like just production differences when you're looking at that. And for this, it looks no different than any of the movies. And when they're doing flashbacks and recaps, like it didn't look like the color grade was different. The cameras were different the like budget was different or anything it looked like okay this is just the second part of this movie okay our friend d has decided to join us oh so you could come on our chat but you can't you're not good enough to come on, <laughs> yeah. on our... all right sir okay i'll remember that i d. think i, I think that. an hour is too much uh to ask for him <laughs> no he is being yeah. a good brother and he's celebrating yeah. his baby brother's birthday so happy birthday to d's brother um you deserve a good brother like D and he's awesome. And, uh, yeah. Well, nice. hold on. We don't know. Maybe his brother's not oh, as cool as D. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I met D's brother. He's nice. And All right. yeah, the nice I'll take family. Your word for it. <laughs> take my word for it. <laughs> yep. Anyway. So let's get back into this here. Um, let's talk about Jamal, the janitor. <laughs> right off the bat. Do we have this the beeping the sensor thing. <laughs> Oh, by the way, um, if anyone is wondering if they want to watch this with their kids, uh, uh-uh. no, 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 don't do that. No. This is a R-rated TV show. It is not meant for kids yep. because my youngest son was really upset that he couldn't watch it. I, I offered to cut it up into segments for him, right? To oh, watch. He'll miss so much good stuff. Yeah, I know. You say it's good stuff. It. I say traumatizing. Um, so he can watch <laughs> tomato, the tomato. <laughs> so he can watch the credits. Yeah. Yeah, he can watch the end scenes. The, yeah, the, I just the told end him, credit maybe, scenes. I said maybe in ten years from now you can watch it. Yeah, so maybe when you're older, kid, we'll archive it for you. I told him. <laughs> but yeah, that it, beginning scene with the janitor was so Jamal, one of the best things I've Jamil, seen. Is it Jamal or Jamil? I want to say Jamal. Jamil. Oh, Jamil. Let's say Jamil. It's an I L at the end, right? Jamil. Yeah. So Jamil the janitor is a very um, overqualified janitor. <laughs> he does say that he's an MIT student. Yeah. Uh, so there's early rumors that this character could be sort of somebody in kind of watching him, sort of a spy, mm-hmm. because what is an MIT student doing at the janitor cleaning business at a hospital, right? So career change. 
reach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Horrible uh, immigration. That's policies. like a surgeon going to work at Safeway. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But uh, I so want to yeah. work at Toys R Us. <laughs> I want to be a Toys R Us. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's just a cleaning, uh, cleaning just fanatic, and he's a big fan of that that line of work. Sure. Let's go with that. Okay. Can we move on now, guys? <laughs> yes. Sure. Okay. Thank you. Uh, so. Uh, Customs of Matthew's here. Hello, friend. How are you doing? Oh, hello, Matthew. Um, yeah, anyway, so basically, Peacemaker wakes up, meets Jamal. Jamal and him sort of have this conversation. And Peacemaker, he just uh, basically, oh, there you go. There's some pictures for us. Yeah. No, don't. There we go. <laughs> it's yeah, a good there. thing you're not using WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> we will get into that. There were so many good oh jokes. Okay, so let's get into this quickly because we don't want to spend too much time. We have other topics to get into. All right, so he's having this conversation with him. John Cena's character, Peacemaker, has dabbled in the internet just a little bit. So he believes everything in the internet. He thinks it's all true. Yeah. Facebook is true or thing. And they get into this heated debate about Aquaman. Oh right? And they just go at it. <laughs> He's like, you know, he's what like, was you're the guy's peacemaker? Twitter what handle? Kind of, like, I just love the way this guy makes fun of him. He's like, you're a peacemaker? What? What is that? That's not a superhero. Aquaman's a superhero. He's like, you're yeah. the dude that plays with fish? You know, when I mean play with fish, yeah. you know what I mean, people. And uh, he's <laughs> oh. like, what? Aquaman plays with fish? He's like, yeah, dude, I, I heard Yeah, it. I heard this guy on Twitter. He said that he gives him 50 bucks and he gets to have his way with the seals or whatever. <laughs> He's like, I do not believe that Aquaman really screws fish. And he's like, yeah, well, I don't, I don't believe that uh, Jellyman 420 is lying to me. Yeah, <laughs> Jellyman 420. There or whatever. I want to know. So many good jokes. And a lot and of just name in drops. that one scene, there were there was a lot of name drop just in this one scene. Like this was the pretty much the opening scene of the show, season one, episode one, and in this scene. It really prepared, like, because I was doing other things while I was watching this. I had it just playing on one of my other screens. Right when this happened, I was like, all right, everything else is going to a side. I need to pay attention to this show. The writing, the, like, just the back and forth between them, like, it kind of feels like a lot of it was ad-libbed in a good way, just because it felt so natural and it was just so, like, quick and witty. It was yeah. almost like a uh, Aaron Sorkin show where it just, like, kept like quick cutting back and forth with their quips. And it was so clever and well-written that I was like, all right, yeah, no, I'm going to pay attention to this show now. That's, that's the thing about like the actors and the director that, you know, James Gunn who put this together, it, it just so mm. well done. Like I I'm amazed that this is put together this well. And, and, you know, you can hear, um, El, El Planta de Cin Cinema, AKA Alex, who's in our chat here. He's actually, he mm -hmm. was part of, the production of uh, Suicide, oh, sorry, sorry, um, Peacemaker. So he actually got to work with James Gunn and um, John Cena. And he's mentioning here that they did this episode in 12 days, did the entire episode in 12 days, and they did it in Coquitlam area. Uh, this was filmed on in the uh, greater Vancouver region area, uh, the yeah. entire, entire show. And so the funny you know, thing is, uh, he also mentions the Pink Palace, which is close to White Rock. That's where I had my... <laughs> graduation ceremony uh oh, wow wow and that's not as an abandoned warehouse now <laughs> uh so yeah he's also mentioning here so this is a nice little insider information we're getting from el planta so i appreciate that alex he's saying that uh there was an actual real eagle 
Oh, I mean, no <laughs> way. So it looks so depressed that Jace can do Yeah, probably. Oh my god. Majestic hilarious. winged creature is just like, I don't I don't want to hang out with these people. Oh my god, this is awesome. Stuff. This is awesome. Thank you, Alex, for this information. Uh, Look at that. We're getting insider information. How cool is that? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> so anyways, so he uh, is basically told to gather his stuff and he's he doesn't want to go to jail because it's either he runs out of the hospital or he goes to jail, right? Because mm-hmm. he's still serving time where he's supposed to serve time. Right, yeah. so he, mm-hmm. he grabs his stuff and gets out of there. Um, then he heads towards his trailer. <laughs> his trailer. I mean, the paint job on that is just like, if you didn't know where he was, you just look at that bright blue trailer out of nowhere. It just I want to live in that trailer. <laughs> that trailer was dope. Um, so yeah, he just you know he breaks wow. into his trailer because he doesn't know where the keys are, and it is an '80s trailer pretty much. Right, there's yeah. 80s reference everywhere, including record players and 80s memorabilia. But because he's been out of the loop for so long, right? He's been in jail or been fighting out, and he hasn't really come back to update his life. So he's stuck in that time period kind of thing, right? And yeah, so we have that part. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny. And then the team comes in, right? That's his trailer. That's his home. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> oh my god I love how there's so- a second floor in there yeah <laughs> yeah the the uh it's probably a dungeon <laughs> probably a dungeon but yeah so he he gets um he gets basically ambushed by the the team because he still has that tracking device the explosive in the back of yeah, his neck his from, from Suicide Squad right they all were implanted with that and if they kind of veered off or went rogue, they would just activate that and you die instantly. Your head would just blow up, right? Mm-hmm. So they're able to track a, uh, Amanda Waller's team. And what do they call They call them Task Force X, I think it is, right? Yeah, sure. So, yeah, they call them that. <laughs> yeah. And then basically <laughs> they would come on and uh, they just came into his trailer, basically said, hey, you either work with us or we put you in prison. So <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I'll work with you guys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's form a team, Task Force X. And so basically, they um, told him about this. It's called the Project Butterfly. Mm-hmm. When I heard that, I'm like, what? Project Butterfly? Yeah. Chris, you want to chime in on this? What did you What did you think what it is? I, you know Butterfly? what? After watching the first episode, you know, there is so much to it that's enjoyable. And so many funny bits but it also felt like i'm a bit lost in what's going on like especially during um the pink when he's at the pink palace uh apartments and it's just the butterfly because i'm not a huge dc fan and i know some things but i've never heard that saying before and i'm thinking is this a joke well, I have like no idea, but <laughs> leave it to James Gunn to find these quirky characters and storylines and bring them to life. Now, Peacemaker wasn't a DC character in the beginning. It was actually uh, another company that they bought out. And I can't remember the name. Capital, I believe something. They were bought out by DC in the early 90s. Or sorry, early 80s, I believe. But so, yeah, they bought him out and all his characters, quirky characters that came with that Peacemaker 
you know, lore came with Charlton it. Comics. There you go, Charlton, that's it. Um, yeah, so they were bought out. And, uh, yeah, I mean, so for me, this first episode was right off the bat. It gave you information on what's going on. It gave you fun, uh, quirkiness, all of that. It got you sucked in. That's what it did. It immediately sucked you into watching this show. Uh, from the, in my opinion, I don't know how you guys feel. Did it really engage you right away? Well, it was so random. Like it, like, and I mean that in a good way. Like they gave us a little bit of everything. So mm-hmm. whoever's watching and whoever's taste in TV shows, like there was bound to be something in there that pulls you in. And I swear it wasn't John Cena in his underwear. I swear. No, it wasn't. That was just a bonus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alvin's all quiet. No, I'm just reading uh, some of the comments. Uh, there's a lot of sure, chatter. right? There's a, there's a sure. lot of chatter in our comment section right now. Yeah, there yeah, is. A there's a lot of tid- a lot of tidbits being dropped about John Cena and his underwear. So, um, what did you guys think of the intro? It's, it, that's his mind, right? That's what's that's all in his mind. That's what I oh, heard. Probably, it. I heard it just like his his mind coming yeah. to life. With dancing like that, it better be. So it's so funny that intro is yeah. just so out there, so funny. Um, I, I was honestly feel. I thought it was gonna be like more of like the tone of the show was gonna be more like the boys. Yeah. Um. Mm. Just because it is kind of HBO superhero gritty thing, and I have I was I kind of got tired of the boys. Um like halfway through the first season. Cause I was like, I get it. You're edgy. You can say, <laughs> and you can punch people's heads in half. It's like, okay, cool. I get it. You, you you're an allegory of superheroes. <laughs> Whatever. I'm editing it. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, okay, but like, I thought it was going to be more like that, like kind of edge Lordy kind of like, Oh, we're super cool and bad and whatever. But it was, Again, the the writing and the cleverness of the like actual like character dynamics and the dialogue, um, didn't and it, and the topical jokes and references that we're doing weren't shoehorned in and cringy, um, and it was oh, somebody's fire alarm's going off, not mine. Yeah, uh, I think it's just a truck outside. We are live, uh, folks. We are live. We have, an <laughs> we have had ambulances going by in the background. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's no, people knocking on doors. Yeah. <laughs> I had a fetish. It was it was really it. refreshing. Yeah. Um, I think the just the first. It was a very well put together first episode, and yeah. kind of makes me realize how garbage Book of Boba Fett is because that's the only other thing oh, I've been watching. On. And like, okay. no, All dude. Right. As far as just like a TV show goes, like if you're gonna compare the two, they're apples and oranges, though. Yes and no, but I'm just talking about like a TV show. Like it was a phenomenal first episode, Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they definitely put their best foot forward. And immediate, like again, I was I normally watch stuff while I'm doing five other things. And and you're not a big DC guy as well, right? I'm just a casual viewer. Yeah, yeah. Like I know some DC stuff, and and like. I don't not like it, but I'm not like, oh, a new DC thing, gotta watch it. Um, and this immediately was just like, I'm gonna stop everything I'm doing and watch this. Yeah, this, I, I, this needs my attention. This I feel, is that I feel well you. done. Uh, you know, because we talk about both episodes, me and you. We talked about the Boba Fett, and we were talking about Peacemaker here. 
I understand what you're saying. It it really immediately engages you to watch it, pay attention yeah. to it, uh, laugh at all the quirkiness and all of it. Boba Fett is something that you could play in the background and not not really miss it that much. But because yeah. I, because Didn't... I'm a huge Star Wars fan, I do have sure. an interest in it. Um, it yeah. does have its place right now, but I get what you're saying. I get it. Well, I hear like the Power just Rangers like... made a cameo in the last oh, uh, book of Boba Galaxy, Fett. Galaxy Force. <laughs> the Galaxy Force. Yeah, the Power Rangers. Uh, what else are people calling them? There's a lot of really good. D, D, D Miller says you don't like the Boba yeah. Rangers cameo. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, D I'll have to wait to the D, next D, episode. D Miller's going to make custom Boba <laughs> Rangers. He's probably going to make them, so. Yeah. Um. But one thing I will say, and this is going to kind of cover the three episodes without ruining anything. The one thing I'm really liking about this show is we are seeing a whole different side of Peacemaker than what we've seen in Suicide Squad in the sense of, you know, he will do anything for peace. But then we saw a different (laughs) side and there was a bit of hesitation on some things and then you know he's not as uh, i don't know it's just like gung-ho and okay let's quickly talk about some of the site uh the supporting cast here let's talk about the team we have economist the gentleman with the glasses and he knows all his Mm -hmm. way around the computer he used to get just shit on constantly at suicide (laughs) too he got shit on again now in this show uh, but at episode three, obviously, he kind of gets his kind of mojo. Uh, yeah. so what do you guys think of him? You like him or don't like him? Yeah. Okay. Comedic background. All right. Yeah. Um, what about the uh, the blonde, beautiful girl? I forgot her name. I didn't like her in the first episode. She's a badass. How do you not like her? Okay, she's cool. Epi- but like, at she's first, nothing. She's, she's just. Did you not see what she did to the bar guys there? They were trying to. Yeah, the bar guy. That scene kind of made her a little more whatever. But like, I mean, it's. She. Her character is just kind of abrasive. Just like. Yeah. Just like. Yeah. She she seems like she's got some skeletons in her closet. Definitely. Which I'm sure we'll learn about. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's nothing wrong. I'd rather not. I'd rather not because I'd rather focus on the main characters more, right? Yeah. They'll give us like, a brief history of her because they have probably. to because I want to know why she is such a a crazy <laughs> mofo. Oh, bitch. You know, Ale- in a good Ale- way. Ale- yeah. Alex says Jennifer O'Holland is so hot. <laughs> she, I, listen, I'm Easy not saying Alex. she's Easy not. not but... <laughs> you don't need a restraining order there, buddy. We don't need yeah, a restraining order. No, we're just talking about like the character. Like, she's fine. I mean, it's like, I don't know. It's nothing super new. She's uh, playing the role good the character is whatever like she's yeah. there for a reason and she's playing the parts and and it's a lego piece in these types of movies and she has to be there and it's it's whatever what about the, i'm not uh, like oh she's so cool it's just like yeah she's the tough lady in the team leader okay what yeah. about the gentleman who's the actual leader of the team i can't remember his name i'm sorry guys i don't remember uh, his name. clemson there you go thank you is it clemson yeah so what about what do you guys think of him uh again Amanda, he's Amanda Waller Jr. He's one of those he's another one of those characters we don't know too much about. And mm-hmm. obviously we got to learn oh, a little bit oh. more about him. Yeah, we, we got a little bit of a, a little bit of tidbit and it doesn't look like it was any good. Like this guy yeah. looks like he has some 
past. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the bit where he's like, that's the first time I've talked about my feelings. Like, have you never told somebody you're hungry? He's like, no. What about never. I'm chilly? Is that a feeling? No. I think so. Yeah. No. Then uh, no. <laughs> the one actress that I loved seeing in this, uh, Danielle Brooks, she's Leota. Um, I loved her in Orange is the New Black. I loved that yeah. show. She was amazing in it. And it's nice to see her again. She has been in a few other things. She was uh, in Girls, I think, too. Yeah. This is this is Amanda's daughter, right? We're talking about? Yes. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Amanda's daughter, that's pretty interesting because... Yeah. Is she working undercover for Amanda? Is she there to spy on the team? Like, what's her deal? That's what I want to know. Does she I rebel against... I don't she's, She looks like the she's... type that's going to rebel against the mother. Right. Yeah, because I don't think like just when she was going to like bribe the those that couple like she's not like Mr. Magoo level like useless, <laughs> but she, I just don't think that she's that <laughs> conniving or or uh, backseaty enough to then well, like, be she, an undercover like sleeper agent for her mother. Not sleeper, but like you know what I mean. But she does say that she has more abilities that these guys are not letting her use. So that's interesting. Sure. Who knows? Yep. She could have some sort of superpower or some crazy ability, yep. right? And like I have a feeling. Like the Polka Dot Man. Yeah. Poke, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I like that dude, okay? Oh, he reminded, he reminded so me good. of Skittles and Smarties all day long. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a superhero, shooting us Skittles at your face <laughs> to eat. Well, kind of. He did. Yeah. He shot Polka Dots at you. So it's like, mm -hmm. taste the rainbow, bitch, and then shoots out <laughs> all the Polka Dots. <laughs> All right. Uh, what about Peacemaker's dad? He, I like how they're pretty much just going for um, a supremacist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, literally. But the what was his name? Uh, All I can see is he's going to turn some metal and like chop off. Oh yeah, someone. Yeah, I forgot he was the Terminator. Terminator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just was... thinking like Clint Eastwood level, like. Oh, he's badass. Just old racist white dudes. And it was like, let's talk about his yeah. room, his magical dimension that he had in his one of his rooms. There. Oh, that, yeah. That thing was insane. Wait, what? So when he when gets his... home from prison and he's like, Dad, can I have my stuff or whatever? And they oh. open like his secret compartment. Of... Yes. I, I was like blown away. I was like. This came out of nowhere. I was, I was expecting yeah. a closet, right? A closet. Yeah, and I kind of forgot, like, oh, yeah, we're in a superhero movie. <laughs> and he just opens this thing, and it's like the size of Costco, right? It's like, yeah. what? Like, what is this? It's a dimension that he's got all this stuff there. And then the Peacemaker helmets, right? He's got a bunch of them. Each one do their own little thing. One shoots a laser. Another one gives him some sort of disease. I forgot it was. Uh, that was in the end credit scene. And then another one is like, swimming or i don't know it was a bunch of weird things that each helmet did and then he goes mm -hmm. dad which one should i take and he's like take the laser one or something right the <laughs> yeah ion cannon beam whatever shock you want to call wave. it yeah. the sonic beam take the shock wave or and whatever. He's like, okay dad yeah. i'll take it but it's it's crazy that relationship between the two because the dad doesn't think he's strong enough or have the will enough or the guts to be peacemaker and all he's mm -hmm. trying to do is get his dad's approval right yeah just trying yeah. to make his dad proud of him so you see sort of that chemistry um, or you see that relationship building of Peacemaker. You see the backstory of who he is, why he's doing these things and why does he act so weird? Because he's like very socially awkward. Mm -hmm. Is that the word? Yeah, right. He's just really well, just 
inept, not awkward, just like oblivious to social cues and like how to talk to people <laughs> but and not like he's not awkward too. or uncomfortable yeah exactly yeah. he's just like kind of airheady and like uh, starfish just like the, scene or, or the 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 um uh the sweet cheeks thing when he, they're they're at the restaurant and he's like hey sweet cheeks come here yeah yeah there we go and everyone's just like why are, you're an asshole and he's like good sweet cheeks that means your butt it's like no it doesn't that mean it's like calling someone sugar tits and he's like no <laughs> just like <laughs> Was, are we, are we gonna? Are we gonna ig- you know how we make fun of people that are not here, right, from the show. So are we gonna ignore D's comments because he's writing a bunch of comments? Which is no, no, I'm reading them. Stunted. I, I'm gonna ignore Socially him because stunted, you know, yeah. he's not here, so I'm just gonna ignore yeah. him. He, he right, just, well, I'm, I'm not. Do you oh, want him to come back? Yeah, what's wrong with you? Take it off. Take, we don't want that. Take it off. Get it off. <laughs> Get out of here. This is our show, not his. <laughs> um. Anyways, what about uh, Bat Mite? Or Batman is a little character from the fifth dimension, <laughs> the dimension. I don't know if you guys seen the animation. I've seen the, the animation. I wasn't a fan of it, but basically, this tiny little version of Batman uh, from a fifth dimension. He shows up, and and you gotta you have to understand this is still the DC uh, universe that we've watched the Justice League, the same universe, right? Mm-hmm. So Ben Affleck basically has already come in contact with this little Batmite character, and. To me, it's just like, okay, great, cool. Like, nice that you've dropped that little tidbit. Uh, the Economist drops that. He's like, yeah, yeah, we dealt yeah. with that little weird thing, whatever, in the past. And I'm like, all right, cool. What about uh, Eagle? I love that scene. Just because you have a lesbian haircut doesn't make you. <laughs> Yo, there were, like, that's what I mean. Like, just so many good, like, one-liners. Uh, and, and yeah, as, as, uh. L- Wait, hold on. We haven't talked about the one of the best, some of the other supporting cast here. Eagle. Yes, Eagle. Eagle, yep. Is he Sidekick not, Eagle. Is he not the best great. supporting cast master? He oh, gives him a hug. That hug was so yep. cool. I remember you know, that was in the trailers, I think. When yeah. he gave the, that hug, I was thinking about bit. Chris and his cat, Charlie. Right? <laughs> I mean, I, can you imagine Charlie What about me and my dog, Chris? Dio? Oh, yeah. And Dio, oh, I too, yeah. I just want to hug. It's just like... Okay. Can I wow, that was now? awkward. I will be right back. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Alex is uh Alex, you cannot ruin the show for us. I will hunt you down if you ruin the show on our podcast yeah. <laughs> here. So Alex, do not drop any I know you watched I know you know the whole story, but he's saying that watch out for episode seven and eight. It's gonna be a doozy. We'll leave it I at will. that. And um Peacemaker dies. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> no. John Cena dies. Yeah. Eagly gets his wings snipped. <laughs> oh. Oh. Eagly dies. Terrible. No. No. Don't no. say that. Terrible. Don't say that. Justin, how dare you say that? I want an Eagly figure. Shotgun play. But I don't want it from Todd. Shotgun played Eagly. Yeah. If Todd McFarlane, ma- if Todd McFarlane makes Eagly, he's probably gonna look like a turkey. Right. Yeah, so. and I wish Hasbro had the licensing because you know they would do a uh, prop replica of Peacemaker's helmet, which would be so mm-hmm. awesome to see. <laughs> and I probably might would get it, you know, because yeah. it's just so weird but so cool looking at the same time. Isn't it amazing? Like last year, you probably wouldn't care about rats. We know what about Peacemaker, and now because of the show. 
you are invested, you care about it, and you want to buy memorabilia of it. Mm-hmm. That's that's when you know you got something special here. When fans, new fans, are gravitating towards you and want to buy things associated with that show, right? And not even halfway through the se- the first season. Of and it. as and as I say this, I totally forgot to put on my Peacemaker shirt today. I actually have one. I bought uh. it weeks ago before the show came out, and I forgot to put it on. I will put it on next week because we'll talk about it next week again. I cannot stop talking about the show. I've been telling everybody that I. <laughs> That I know wants to watch action shows. I'm like, you gotta watch this. I've been trying to get my wife to yeah. watch it. She's like, I don't care about John Cena. I'm like, don't worry about it, John Cena. It's Peacemaker. It's, Is that it's when uh, you filed like... her divorce papers? <laughs> or she filed, not me. Yeah, I'm too lazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, I've been telling everybody to watch this show, and yeah, I'm trying to get we're giving away here before we finish it off. Let's kind of jump forward on this. So episode. One is an introduction. It's getting the characters in mm-hmm. association. We get the, the game plan of what they want to do. And then he gets, you know, lonely. He goes to the bar, meets the main uh, antagonist, <laughs> the main character. She tells him, screw up. Then he sees a random girl that's giving him the eye. And all of a sudden, you know, they do the, the heebie-jeebie thing. Whatever the hanky-panky. Yeah, heebie-jeebies. That is they, not what it's called. At, okay, sorry. Hanky-panky. And then he's just like, Freedom! <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Right, so he's just uh, having a good old time, and then he's basically mm-hmm. in his uh, whitey tighties, and he's trying to play some records music, and then she just went kind of nuts. Well, and no, I- we have, hold on, we have a, like, three-minute uh, montage of him yeah. singing into a vibrator uh, <laughs> to, what was it, a Cinderella? Was it was he playing Cinderella? I or I don't know what it was. I can't remember. <laughs> It was a band that was awesome. Uh, yeah, Cinderella. That yes, that's the band. Yes, yes. I think they, they mentioned it, but that, that wasn't who he was playing. But uh, And then, yeah, she just goes ape and then tries to stab him. And choreography was great. Camera work was great. Yeah, there was a uh, lot of There were some brutal hits. He got stabbed like four times, she and you, was, every single one you felt it. She was getting her cuts in there. She was slicing yep. and dicing him all over the place. And that she was vicious. And yeah. basic, basically, you know, he was flying out the building pretty much, yeah. just, you know, and she comes in and she does one of these massive jumps in the air. And to make a long story short, she became, she became a giant goo. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah, there, he evaporates her. <laughs> so, <laughs> so those of you who are listening to us, we actually have some slideshows we're putting out here on our live. And by the way, if you're listening to us, uh, you should be listening two days late here. We're putting it, we put it on Wednesday, our podcast. You should definitely, or whenever come I ch- finish editing it. Yeah. Well, he should be done by Wednesday. Otherwise, he's going to be fired. But, uh, today is it today? You should come on to check out our live because we're doing it on Mondays at 8 30 p.m. Pacific time. Come check it out. Or even if you, you know, are not available to check it out right away, go watch it later on on our YouTube channel because we'll have it there and watch us live interact with some of these slideshows and some of the, the people that are on our chat here, we're having a blast and come join us. It'll be fun. And who knows? Randomly, on, one day refuel. We'll, randomly one day we'll just basically give away some stuff too. If we want to, we'll see. We'll see Remember how it goes. Yes. Yeah. It's fun when we get the interaction and the awesome info that we're getting yes. from uh, our viewers and Alex. Definitely. No, it's D goes. D goes. Oh, thank God. I can leave. Get, get out of yeah. here. Just, just leave. Nobody needs you anymore. Oh, seriously. <laughs> no, we don't want D to leave. <laughs> All joking. But um, so uh, where was I? 
fight scene in the yeah. hotel. And he uses his ion cannon beam, laser beam, whatever it is. Sonic just, blast or whatever. Sonic and just, blast. And, and just pulverizes. Just right? disintegrates or liquid, liquefies her. Yeah, exactly. And then, um, so the cops come, and then the team comes because they need to get him out of there. And th- this is where this, you know, this is how stupid this John Cena a Peacemaker character is. He needs to get his clothes on, and this guy's clothes are so tight it is ridiculous, <laughs> right? And he has to go through levels because the cops are coming in and they don't want him to be caught. He and he's on the and, phone with, with Team X or whatever they're called. Yeah. And then this, you know, he's jumping through ba- balconies. <laughs> it's like sort of like... Well, no, donkey. first off, he looks through the window and he's just like, are they still there? And they're like, who the hell's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> so then they start storming the building after him. <laughs> oh my God, so dumb. And then, so he goes to this one couple's thing, and basically he's tying them up and telling them, hey, listen, I'm not going to hurt you, but just pretend. And then the couple, like, basically starts having fights with each other because the, yeah. the wife is really interested in John Cena, right? Peace no, he's, they're interested. They, they they have so much in common. They both like Cinderella. You don't like Cinderella? I tell you, I mention them, like, once a week. <laughs> <laughs> so she basically, and then we'll, we'll touch that base on that later, but she's basically got a thing for Peacemaker, the wife. And then he jumps out the window and finally lands uh, on the ground or runs away. Into, I also uh, like how every time he he jumps off of something, he always like pulls a muscle or like sprains something. Like it's does not, he not know how, he does how to j- jump. He he jumps from balcony to balcony and just like pancakes onto him, and then like wins. Like it was, it's so cool to like they do the superhero landing, like when the bar wench flies out after him yeah. and she does the superhero landing and you know jumps seven stories and is fine but like he'll fall out and just like scrapes and bruises and just like fall over stuff and it's just it's it's really funny so then he finally gets away and he runs into a toyota corolla which is the getaway car <laughs> right <laughs> so they peel out of there <laughs> and uh so that's pretty much episode one is there anything i missed from there Mm, no right remember no that's the basis and episode two is them trying to they meet he meets vigilante his his other sidekick right (laughs) and they basically do some you know some played by freddie stroma yeah and they just do some cool you know shrooms i think in the forest and they're just shooting away at guns uh (laughs) Shooting guns with yeah. appliances. Some of the funniest scenes. Some of the funniest <laughs> yeah. things that they do there. You know what that scene reminded me of? Uh, remember um, Ben Stiller in um, uh, that model movie uh, Zoolander, Z- where Zoolander. they're having a gasoline I was say Zootopia. fight? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Uh, the uh, Zoo- gasoline fight. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, John Cena refused to do sex scenes. Interesting, but then you know, he had to do them because he had to yell "freedom." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so episode two wasn't that interesting to me. I thought it was good. There were some moments here and there, but I I want to sort of kind of fast track to what the whole goal was. Is basically the senator mm. and his family. They believe is butterflies, and butterflies are what they're. Aliens have taken over human bodies, pretty much, right? Yeah, and they're like symbionts or something. Or... Yeah, so they're zombified or whatever you want to call them, right? Possessed. Yeah. 
and their goal is to basically go to this guy's house and assassinate him. And the word is that the the wife and the kids are also um, a part of this and they need to be taken out. And this is a problematic thing for John Cena's peacemaker because he doesn't kill kids. Right? Yeah, at first they're like, all right, we're going to take him out. And he's just like, what, just kill them? Like, and the kids? Come on. Yeah. He's obviously <laughs> battling some issues in his head, right? Like, Sure. You can you can see it. This is where the show, the episode two is trying to bring that out where he's got issues, big time issues. Mm-hmm. And even with the weapons that he has, it has to be, uh, his logo has to be under the dove. <laughs> Otherwise, he's sitting there with a Barrett 50 cal and he's like, you didn't put the dove of peace on there. And they're like, okay, sorry, we'll go get it engraved. And he's like, I'll do it anytime I do it. It just looks like a ghost. And then he sharpies on it, the <laughs> double piece, and it's just this like shitty four year old's drawing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, um, so he's got some issues here. So they actually, you know, and we're, obviously we're skipping a lot here because we're kind of up against a lot of the time here. We've already spent an hour in this. We haven't even gone into other topics. So we need to kind of move here. But boom, 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 boom. Speed so mode. They, they basically are in hiding into the in the backyard or behind the trees where their house is. And they are trying to shoot these guys down. And in comes another character called judo master. Who's sort of like the bodyguard. He's what? Four feet five. Maybe yeah. Alice can tell us how tall he was in the actual uh, shooting, but judo master, um, a funny character. It, I love how James Gunn always finds these weird characters and brings them <laughs> to the forefront, right? Because did anybody know who Judo Master was? If you're not a big DC fan, you had no idea who this character was, right? And so they bring him in, and yeah, look at that. Just Judo Master. I, I gotta admit, the, the helmet's not bad. It actually fits pretty well on him. He the looks Cheetos like a, were real. When he, <laughs> the Cheetos were real. Yes, yes, they were. Um, he looks like... Uh, the, 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 the cowl looks like um, if a turtle had baby with the Batman carrot, right? It kind of reminded yes. me of... Um, what was the mask? The, the the yellow and he fire punches and there was a Netflix show. Iron, pun- Marvel Iron, Fist. Iron, Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Yeah. Kind of yeah. looked like Iron Fist. Let's yeah. not ruin. Let's not ruin a good thing here with that. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Fist. <laughs> that garbage. I watched the first couple episodes. They were whatever. There were some cool choreography. You only got to two. That's all I remember. <laughs> so there is supposed to be a connection to this because James Gunn has come and said that this show actually connects to something bigger, a bigger DC project. Mm-hmm. And from all indication from even the police force, they're from, uh, I believe the place is called, um, the police department was called evergreen police department. Evergreen is a yeah. green lantern city. Mm. So, and then we, you know, when they get to the house and they shoot the, the, the you know, the people there, they miss, the the senator they didn't shoot the senator the senator goes into sort of underground lair and judo master basically captures these guys basically cena and vigilante mm. he, he basically takes the three of them on there and kicks the crap out of all of them and captures both these two guys and puts them in downstairs in the little dungeon or cavern whatever it is cave i guess yeah, it is caves yeah and these guys are coming in the team task force team trying to find out where they are and you remember that scene where they actually do find the opening and it's a giant green emerald? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, is that is supposed that, to be a cocoon a, shell? If that if that's not an Easter thing for Green Lantern, I don't know what is. 
So yeah, do you think we'll get a, a uh, Ryan Reynolds cameo? I doubt they'll get oh like no, Ryan Reynolds no, no. because he's de- he's Deadpool. But like maybe we'll get him like as like a, a bartender or something, just like a subtle little like poke at him because he hates that movie and like everyone he knows how no, much of a meme it is. What we're gonna get is sort of like an introduction to the HBO Green Lantern show that they're planning sure. on doing. Yeah, there's a there's a it's supposed to be a buddy cop type of movie. There's gonna be two Green Lanterns. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm who's thinking playing them? I Do don't know, know. I think Hal Jordan is one of uh, one of the lanterns, and I think John, um, John the other um, lantern is going to be in there. So, John Stewart, sorry, yeah, is going to be the other lantern. Um, they're going to get John Stewart to play the Green Lantern. No, the, I think the characters I, I, now I can't remember. <laughs> no, the they're going to get Rod Stewart to play. <laughs> 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 oh, Yo, yeah. John and Rod. <laughs> Rod the bod. Uh, <laughs> so it's supposed to be a buddy cop show, and I think yeah, HBO no, Max. it's uh, what Guy Gardner, John Stewart, Kyle Rayner, Simon Baz, and Hal Jordan, and Guy Gardner, Jessica Cruz, yeah, Hal Jordan, yeah. So but yeah, maybe they probably tie it in like it, that. It looks yeah, like, I know it looks DC's like... DC's trying really hard to do the Marvel thing. All they need to do is just give James Gunn the keys to here. Yeah. Here, here sure. it is. We'll just keep bringing Brinks trucks to your house. You just yeah, tell us what, yeah. just tell us how many you need. That's it. James Gunn is the Kevin Foggy to DC. Yeah. Yeah. Really? You know, like if they, if they don't get James Gunn to do more stuff, is this like, it's such a colossal mistake by DC? By not getting this guy to helm the entire DC project? Well, no, I think DC, Warner Brothers, finally found the success. Because with the second uh, Suicide Squad movie, I couldn't believe how much I enjoyed it. The way it was Mm -hmm. shot, the cinematography, the way it plays perfect comedy with action... And, you know, now that we got Peacemaker, I really hope that the uh, Warner Brothers sees what they have and try and hold on to that. Because, really, it's hard to believe that Marvel Studios almost lost James Gunn, but they also Mm -hmm. almost lost the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy if they didn't bring him back for the second movie. So, you know, when you have someone... And you know what they're doing and they are turning everything around for you. You need to hang on to that because that yeah. is what's going to make it skyrocket. And, you know, in the end, it, it does come down to money. And that's what's going to make the company more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with you. He has said that he doesn't want to do A-list characters. He wants to do some of these B-list characters because sure, I think that's sort of his comfort wheelhouse because... There's not a huge expectation put on it then. Well, and also, too, then he has more budget to play with the production. Maybe the opposite. If it's less... No, I'm saying if if it's less known actors, he doesn't have to pay... They don't have to pay them as much, so then they have a a bigger budget. I think the actors... He always gets the right actors. He he pays the actors. Yeah, yeah. but I'm saying, like, if he doesn't have to shell out extra money or convince extra money to be spent on bigger names then they probably have more more room to play with in the production so then 
they can Maybe. spend more time on the effects and editing and writing and Maybe, but I, I think what it is is with him is he wants to do these B list characters because there's an there's an, a huge expectation for that movie to oh, do B-list well. Oh, B list characters. I thought you were saying yeah. actors. B list characters. So there's another. Oh, okay. Yeah. What I think his strategy is is I'm gonna take these weird quirky characters and put it together, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It's not a big deal. It doesn't mm-hmm. upset a lot of people because nobody really gave a shit about Peacemaker, right? Yeah. Exactly. But 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 when it does work, it 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 works great in his favor because it makes him look really good. That he's taken some B-list characters and made them on the forefront, because right well, and he's now, already done that with right, Guardians of the Galaxy. Nobody gave a shit about I Guardians can, of the Galaxy. I, exactly, five, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like nobody cared about Guardians of the Galaxy. Now they're a staple yeah. in the Avengers. If yeah, everyone not, knows who Rocket Raccoon is. If they're not in the movies, like going further in the future, people are going to be upset because they want to see those characters. They're loved by a lot of people now. Mm-hmm. They're famous. They're massive, right? Yeah. People bought all kinds of Groot dancing Groot puppets and all that stuff, right? So that's what I mean. The Peacemaker was nowhere to be... Nobody cared about it. Now, I bet you Peacemaker is going to be sort of like a an important character that's going to show up in DC movies sure. in the future because people are going to be calling for that. Hey, where's Peacemaker? Why is he not in there? He's right? like DC's first Avenger. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Avenging peace, no matter how many people <laughs> yeah. he kills. <laughs> but going back to your comments about um, B characters, you know, I completely agree with you on that because that's exactly what we got most of in the second Suicide Squad. I'm like, when I seen a preview for that, I'm like, <clears throat> Rat Girl, Polka Dot Man. Weasel? 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 <laughs> it's like, what the hell yeah. is this stuff? But then when you watch it, you're like, I was so upset when, when Pokemon... Polka dot man. Pocahontas. Yeah. <laughs> when he got killed, I'm like, I really wanted to see more of him. You know? Well, but, the opposite, like, they kind of went for with the first Suicide Squad, where they were like, we got the Joker, we got Harley Quinn, we got we got Will Smith. And it's just like, okay, I, I've heard of those and I like Will Smith, so I'll watch it. And then I regretted watching it. <laughs> As opposed so, to here's a good movie and here's characters that we're gonna make you care about. So mm-hmm. Alex uh, L. Plantia de Sena asks, the next TV show of James Gunn in HBO Max is dot dot dot. Um, is I'm wondering if you're asking us Polka that Dot question. Man the prequel. Please, if you know the answer uh, to that, do not do not spoil yes. it because we don't want to get into trouble, and you don't want to get into trouble. But <clears throat> if you're asking us that question, that's a good question. What do you think, guys? The next issue, do, yeah, I already if he wants to do another prequel movie, for Polka Dot Man, you know what I would like him to do? I would love him to do um, Vigilante. There's another character named Vigilante. It's got the cowboy scarf and hat and all that. Maybe <gasps> they could do. Oh, sorry. Just his next comment he posted. Uh oh, did he already spoil it? No, no. Just uh, a little. You're going to see another character from Suicide Squad with a new TV show directed by James Gunn. At least it's not Zach. I won't even finish his name. That's not Mr. Schneider. Anyway, (sighs) so let's end this this off here. So episode three ends off with the senator finally getting killed and, Mm -hmm. you know, they get rescued. Vigilante Uh, taking over because he's because... because he, he can't, he yeah, can't pull he, the trigger, and he's just like, <laughs> 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 starts humming away. So the senator dies, and all of a sudden, 
this little butterfly moth alien thing comes out of there and yeah. flies in the air. That was really true. And then he looks up and then he was like, that's why they're called butterfly. Because it's like a <laughs> like an alien no shit level Sherlock, where, right? <laughs> yeah. Like cocoon, I guess. But they go in and I guess they're like infected with like these parasites or something. Yeah. Or and then you see yeah. how they're embedded in the body and everything, right? Yeah. And then we see economists go after judo master and beat the living you know what out of him right and gets <laughs> yeah get, him with, well, a crowbar. with a tire iron yeah and get, gets vengeance finally and he redeems himself because he's always being shit on right yeah and he finally redeems himself and beats the living crap out of that guy um judo master probably isn't dead but he's no probably got some i mean he probably has he a took concussion. a tire iron to the probably head concussion. I would say concussions, right? like several concussions I would right? say some. I'd say he's in a coma. Coma. <laughs> that okay. was a, Brain a lot more okay. than a concussion. Okay, you guys, fifty-fifty. He's out of it. Okay, let's go. Yeah, he's gonna be. In, oh, okay, so he's a vegetable. So he said <laughs> it's least. not a spoiler. Uh, James gonna confirm today. Oh, cool. So okay, so D C D C is actually li- listening and getting their you know what together because they won't let this guy go, and I wouldn't either. Like I said. Bring the uh, bring truck and back it up in his yard and say, just tell yeah. us when to stop because this is what's making people want to keep the HBO Max, right? If you don't have shows like this, nobody wants HBO Max, right? So yeah. this is their version of trying to keep up because Disney and HBO are trying to play catch up to Netflix. Um, and yeah, you need shows like this if you want people to continue forking out the monthly subscription. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So yeah, episode one, two, and three. We we apologize for being delayed here and taking so long, but I mean, hey, we were just having some fun with it, and hope you guys are enjoying it. And our next topic is not as fun. It's sort of a little of a downer. It's Toy Fair New York Toy Fair 2022 canceled. It's the apocalypse. Uh, <sighs> yeah. I, I it's, really, it's... As a collector, I mean, a lot of people are like, who cares, <clears throat> right? But as a collector, as you can see behind me. If you're watching our YouTube channel, I'm a collector, and you know, I'm Justin. You want to read a little bit from here, here and there? Some yeah, sure. Snippets? So, the Toy Association and uh, producer of Toy Fair New York, the largest toy play and youth entertainment marketplace in the Western Hemisphere, has announced the cancellation of Toy Fair New York, originally set to take place February 19th to 22nd. Our key, our uh, key to our efforts uh, these past two weeks have been to balance some of the 700. Remaining committed toy manufacturers saying that they need and want Toy Fair 2022 to build their business. Okay, weighing so, that against those. So let me let me let me stop you there for the fence. So hold on, yeah. Let, let me stop you for a second there. So the key, keep that. You can keep that up there if you want. The key is like 700 members, right, of vendors mm. of toy businesses. So <laughs> what I've heard is Toy Fair is not only a place for companies to showcase the next up and coming line of figures. But it's also a place where they do business, where Walmart executives, Target executives, yep. so on, come together with these companies and they work out deals for exclusives for <gasps> how much. Shit. We won't Sorry. have to hunt them down. Where... <laughs> no well, more I mean, damn Walmart stop exclusives. It. Stop it! Stop it! Well, this is again like the the pandemic has been forcing corporations and companies to come into the future and like. The the same thing's happening in the music industry as well. Like Nam hasn't happened for a couple of years now, uh, which is the North American uh, whatever music merchandise or whatever. That's the uh, you know the it that happens at the Anaheim Convention Center and uh, every year that hasn't happened for a couple of years. And 
that was the same kind of thing, just a big trade show convention. Yeah. Uh, and it's where a lot of small up and coming artists and builders, you know, go to meet these bigger dealers and manufacturers and distributors. And that's where a lot of deals are made. But so they'll probably do like a digital version, uh, but the world's still on fire. So this is a, definitely a, a good, I think it's a little early or a little late for them to be. Yeah, because I think they were this, right up. Like, a, I think they were right up at the clock because they really thought they could get this through. Well, but what happened? Everything was, lot, was okay. And well, then, well, a lot of companies started backing down and that's what it was. It was sort of a domino effect. When one company said no, the next companies were like, okay, yeah, I think we should back it in as well. And yeah. then, you know, with news that Omicron is getting rampant everywhere, they just they just kept falling one after another. Daily, you well, kept hearing that these companies were like, no, I can't do this, can't take the risk, yeah. you know, but it's not worth it. And we're not even going to have that many attendees coming to this, you know, show. So why should we even put all the effort into going there and setting up a booth, paying the huge amount of money, whatever it is. So it just was only a, a limited it was amount a, of people that can go in. It was a, res, a, re, a yeah. recipe for disaster. It was everything just kind of yep. culminated and Toy Fair tried their very best to keep it afloat, but they just mm -hmm. couldn't do it. Right. And well, yeah. And, and it was, everything was okay to a uh, month or two ago. And then, yeah, with Omicron, everything's been yeah ramping up again. And also just like the holiday season, which has just exacerbated a lot of things. So like there's been new rules and yeah, as, as he's saying, yeah, New York has the most cases of Omicron. So it makes sense. So yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And like, it's a new variant that's super contagious. So it's not even like, Oh, we can lessen our numbers here. So there's kind of new rules and everyone's trying to find their feet again. So I'm sure that they're just like, everyone's already prepared for pandemic things. So it's just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Playing you know, it safe. And there are other toy fairs, like he's mentioned, um, Alex, that there's one in Mexico, which is the biggest one in Latin America. Yes, Alex, I'm aware of this one and I'm looking forward to seeing some pictures. Um, mm -hmm. It'll be interesting. And, We'll probably talk about that um, when the time comes. And, but... you know, with... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, with the past couple of years, um, you know, we've been seeing a lot of companies, especially NECA and Mezco, doing all their online uh, releases and exclusives. So, you know, it's we'll probably see even more of that this year. So, you know, it's... It's really crappy because, you know, we might have to wait a little bit longer before we see what's coming out, you know? Yeah, it's exactly. just, we don't know how San Diego Comic-Con is going to go this year, so. And, and yeah. I don't mind, I don't mind doing the digital thing because, you know, I wasn't be able to go to New York anyways this year, so it'd be nice to. Kind of levels the playing field for a lot of people, yeah. It really does, yeah, because you're all going to get the exclusive pictures drop at the same time, so you can talk well, about even like it. Things like Hasbro Pulse weren't nearly as big as they are now. Like, oh yeah, Hasbro Pulse has like, exploded. It's massive. Yeah, and it's again yeah. like that's what's it's forcing a lot of bigger companies to do that, which is honestly making things a lot more inclusive because it's not so much like oh you couldn't fly down here and couldn't buy tickets, so I guess you're not going to see all this stuff. But then also. I can imagine that now a lot of smaller companies and smaller artists probably have a bit more uh, of an opportunity because things are more digital and stuff. So now they can 
approach a lot of these bigger companies probably a lot more easier. There's a less smaller or lower barrier for entry. So um, getting involved with, cause I'm sure like most of the companies that are starting or growing their like online presence and if they're streaming their own event or creating their own event are probably just looking for anybody to fill time so i'm yeah. sure a lot of people are getting an opportunity that they wouldn't have had uh, at any of these conventions because they would have been like well you gotta like especially like nam and i can't imagine um you know toy toy fair or anything like that are any different it's like the first year you get a booth, it's X amount of thousand dollars and you're in the basement with all of the people that nobody cares about or visits. Then you have to, then you have to, am I on a Titanic? You pretty much. <laughs> then you have to get that booth and keep it for five years. Then once you've done that, then you get to move up to a bigger booth. And then wow. once you keep that for five years, then you can move to something that's whatever. So there's like, there's so much politics of just like being able to play at the table at all. So wow. I, I can't imagine the yeah. other ones are any different. So I'm sure so, that there are some people who are like, thank God, finally, there's. So Alex says he wanted, he, he wanted his Funko some Batman. Alex, we don't talk about Funko here. Uh, we don't do that at all. Okay. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I don't collect any Funko. I don't, I think Chris, you, you collect some Funkos, right? Uh, I, went through three or four phases of collecting Funkos. So at the moment, I actually only have three. Cool. I've never uh, gotten one. I, I, I always have. I can't. Like, I can't. <laughs> I'm not a, a, a like massive, serious uh, figure collector, like, but I always have just like trinkets and, and always have like, desk ornaments or whatever and not for any reason i've just never gotten a funko pop so he mentions new york comic con is happening well it is happening right now but it can be canceled right and they only yeah. need to what give a week's notice to cancel it anyways so let's uh let's see what happens right um all right so yeah i mean it is a big disappointment but it's the world we live in right now but and like Justin, you mentioned, it opens up a playing field for a lot of the smaller companies to now showcase their stuff where often in the past it would be hidden in a basement or like Chris said, in the bottom of the Titanic, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think it's cool. And you know what? I, I actually look forward to it because I get to sit at home, you know, I grab my drink and I sit back and kind of watch it and relax. Um, I can yeah. pre-order stuff because I don't have to be there because a lot of the exclusives were only if you were there at the place yeah exactly at the venue, right yeah. but now a lot of these companies are like well we're gonna throw everything out onto the site and you guys can go ahead it and get your pre-orders in this way right yeah and which which is cool because it's a lot of exclusives sometimes you want and you're lucky that uh you're able to get it through third party or somebody like that so what's with this why are you full screen i don't know <laughs> why oh, did you mess anything what has happened it's is Christopher messing around with this stuff? <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, trade shows are a, a very old, you know, they're a dinosaur. They, they were literally created because the internet didn't exist. So to get manufacturers and like, it, it was a, a thing so that stores could meet people who make products to then order them to their stores to sell them. So yeah. trade shows and things like that are a very old, old thing that, uh, that it's now again because of the pandemic and everything everyone's having to figure out a new 
method of of uh being able to sell their stuff and make cool things so yeah while it is shitty that things like this and fun events are being canceled we're getting to have to update big companies that are stuck in the old ways stuck in the past man are having to update to be able to get all our cool stuff out there well we hopefully the next year's toy fair is available to everybody to come see we might even take a trip down there who knows we'll see but um yeah let's hope that this we kind of get past i think everybody's kind of hoping that this is going to come to an end soon so these events will be available to us again and it's nice to get out and see some of this stuff as much as we want to see them online we did mention the positives but there's also you know negatives where you know you don't get to interact with some friends or some people that you you know met across the country like i know some collectors outside of where i live and i would love to meet up with them and hang out with them and go watch or go buy some toys together or go to an event together it'd be nice drink a beer with people in the same room exactly or go explore explore a city right new york's a beautiful city right it'd be nice to go explore that so yeah anyways uh it's unfortunate but uh, we hope that uh in the next year they come back strong and maybe they'll be uh maybe this allows some of the smaller companies to make some revenue by doing it online and become Mm -hmm. bigger we can always use more companies the more companies more options for us we love it right more creativity. capitalism (laughs) more creativity i was gonna say creativity not capitalism. sure whatever (laughs) anyways um on to our next and final topic it is moon knight the disney plus trailer and we're gonna watch it here and kind of got break it up it on the internet screen. Yeah, so, so those, got, of you, those of you who are listening to us, go check out the Disney Plus Moon Knight trailer that just dropped today, which is January 17th. Like a few hours ago. Yeah, literally a few hours ago. So this got guy is Oscar Isaac. Yes. Oh, I love Oscar Isaac. He's so good. Apocalypse. And so, yep. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, Moon Knight is a Marvel... Insane. Um, insane character who has multiple personalities uh in embedded into one character and so you're gonna see this is gonna be a crazy tv show because it's so many personalities right it's just gonna be insane and yeah i think it was definitely a a good move to do a tv series as opposed to a movie because i think it needs a lot of time to flush out the complexity and the diversity of Cause like they could have done like a, I don't know that they would have done a, a full movie because again, it's not a IP that people know. So to do a full movie and do it justice, um, I don't know that. Oh, Ethan Hawke's in this. Yeah. You didn't right. know that? No. <laughs> Calm well, down. You're watching the trailer for the first time too. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching for the first time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Someone just get all <laughs> yeah. wet. <laughs> Ethan Hawke's awesome. Um yeah, he's and all right. yeah, like it's it's like a movie like Split, you know, they they kind of even that was a kind of almost a trilogy thing. So it's being able to I I'm I'm very familiar with Moon Knight, but like being able to go as deep as it needs to be to give that character justice, I I am happy that they are doing a uh I'm sorry that a, ending a, a, was a just series. way too cheesy. No well, here's, yeah. here's a here's a problem with Disney Plus shows now. They're too short. Um, yes, it's only six episodes. But that is- the problem is, it's you know it's a hit or miss. You know, WandaVision it seemed to be perfect. 
uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know, it could have used a couple more episodes. Loki, we are getting a second um, season. And I believe I said this before, it's like the Black Widow movie. They could have put that into five episodes and I would have been satisfied. Like, I just felt like the movie yeah, was... But I think what Disney needs to do is look at it a case-by-case scenario. Um, yeah. Moon Knight is such a complex character, right? We just talked about the personality he has mm-hmm. inside his one body. But Moon Knight is also an Egyptian god lore as well. There's, yeah. you know, there's his, there's things that are there need to be explained because it's the first time I think in the MCU we're getting an Egyptian-based character because the apocalypse was not MCU, it's Fox, right? Mm-hmm. And if this connects, maybe this somehow connects to Apocalypse. Who knows? Maybe we'll see a cameo or an Easter egg about Apocalypse in the Egyptian times, right? Yeah. This could be another way to connect the X-Men universe with Moon Knight, um, as weird as it sounds. But it's the first time we're getting this character, and I just feel that six episodes is not enough. This should have been an eight-episode TV show. Yeah, I was going to say, because like Mandalorian, those are eight eight episodes, and that yeah. seemed to be kind of like perfect sort of on, for it. Sort of on the money, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because we know I the think first... they co- should do at least a max of ten. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's... Uh, one episode is directed by George Clooney. So oh, that's going to be the good one. <laughs> or, the worst, or the worst one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it'll Inspired look Inspired by ER. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, then Ocean's we've got, 14. Moon Knight's in there Yeah, now. we've got uh, <laughs> Muhammad Diab, who this will be his uh, his uh, TV directing um, first time. And then six episodes done by uh, Justin Benson, who's done uh, Spring. He did The Eternals. Um, and a couple Twilight Zone episodes. So, so oh, and okay, Archive so, 81, which was written, I believe, was that a, the James Gunn thing? So when uh, I hear Twilight, uh, this is that's up Moon Knight's wheelhouse because it's supposed to be weird and really strange, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you can see from the trailer, there's a lot of sh- weirdness going on, right? I think he was it's, talking yeah. about Twilight, the vampire romance movie. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> no, <laughs> Twilight know. Zone. Please tell the me Twilight that. Zone. Please. Oh God! Thank God. Yeah. Edward, what are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing? Here? I don't know. I'm just so sad. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> um, March thirtieth, it comes out. Perfect, because I think Peacemaker ends just before that. I think Peacemaker ends a couple of weeks before that. Um, but Christopher, you were talking about Archive eighty one, right? Yes. He, uh, one of the directors, uh, directed some of, or was a writer on that. Uh, oh. no, he directed a bunch of episodes, uh, of archive 81. So he's good at doing weird shit. Sweet. Right. I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing it. So it looks great. The trailer looks fantastic. I don't know if any, if, if you are listening, you haven't watched this trailer, go check it out. It, it's really good. It doesn't give hmm. you a whole lot of information at all, which is no. great. Cause that's yeah, what trailer is supposed to do. Right. And it, mm-hmm. it it looks good. Um yeah. and it, it looks yeah, like a movie. it looks weird. It looks creepy. Looks uh looks like it'll be a good uh good thriller. It'll be a good watch. And we should probably do a breakdown of it. 
What do you think? Episode by episode? We probably should. I think we should do it in we a minute. Probably Unless will. it sucks. I don't we know. do it with all the other Disney shows. So I, yeah, I, I might be down to do it in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. Chris is like, nope, not happening. I'm need my sleep. Just do a, a 2 a.m. half cut stream. If it was on one of my days off that I didn't have to work the next day, no problem. Sure. Well, we'll we'll, we'll discuss this as we get closer. I think D would like to discuss it as well. So yeah. most likely we're going to have to do it the day after. We'll do it on a Thursday. How about that? Thursday night, we'll discuss it. Do a specific. When oh, it even Wednesday. We can do it Wednesday night. Why not do Wednesday night? Right. When does it air? Wednesdays? On Wednesday midnight. Yeah. Or sorry, Tuesday midnight. Wednesday morning. Yeah. <laughs> Gotcha. So we could we could discuss it on that same night because that's so it takes. Fe- when does it start? March. March thirtieth. Yeah. Okay. I don't think there's any. So right Star after Wars. Boba Fett, actually. Well, Boba Fett, I think ends what in a couple of weeks. February. Yeah, it ends yeah. in uh, February. Uh, yeah. I think so this is the end of March. End of Do February? we have anything in between those two shows? I don't think so. Yeah. Because so- Obi Wan is the next thing. Yeah. So Obi Wan might think. be crossing paths with that. I think. <clears throat> Or do they have an actual release date? No, they still don't have a, a full release date. It just says it's this year. Hmm, okay. Awesome. <laughs> just random. <laughs> she Hulk is also com- coming out soon, too. So. Oh, nice. That'd it's going to be a busy year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, definitely. it's companies having to... Uh, again, I think we're getting a lot of these really top-budget... TV shows because of the pandemic and because theaters aren't a thing. So they're just like, screw it. We'll do our own streaming service. We'll dump all our money into that. Cause we don't have to, we don't have to pay theaters anymore <laughs> or nearly yeah. a percentage. So also, now we, also, cause a lot of these, just, can I talk? <laughs> <laughs> it's also justifying the price point because I don't want to pay for this stuff every month. If I'm not going to get new shows. Totally. Honest, Especially like uh, Disney plus, like, the first year that they came out with that, I paid for a year just to watch The Mandalorian. And now it's like, now we got WandaVision, we got this coming out, we got Mandalorian, we got like four more other Star Wars things, we got 5,000 Marvel things. So, <laughs> Chris, you were saying something? Uh, honestly, for movie companies to have movies in theaters, they instantly make tons of crap loads of money. You know, theaters mm-hmm. only really make money off their food. The popcorn. Yeah. And the that's why it's so there. expensive. So to big companies out there, especially like Disney, you know, they have the money. They're they'll make that movie, they'll make that TV show, you know, they'll give it yeah. to us any which way we can. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to it. I, I just feel that companies that Disney and HBO need to keep giving us more of this stuff because it's not enough for me right now. I think the amount of money we pay for these uh, shows or uh, these um, streaming services it's not enough content I need more uh, yeah. give me a new show every month not you know well they are do- Disney is trying to do that right? that's, but- that's I think with the whole like six eight episodes they're again trying to do that they're not giving us 15 20 episodes and six of them being filler they're just going here's a story cool next one but I mean you look at Netflix I know they cost a little bit more, actually double the price of some of these ones, but they're yeah. giving you content every Friday, right? There's a True. show coming out almost every Friday. And but that's uh, where 
Sorry, finish. Go ahead. Yeah, it's, and, and it's a variety of shows, not just one genre. It's like a ton of things. Like Chris said, he you know he found some you know horror stuff in there. There's documentaries, there's action, there's kid stuff, right? There's a ton of things that Netflix is doing. And I'm wondering if Netflix can do that. Why can't these juggernaut companies do that with so many licensing under their umbrella, right? Because Netflix is only doing that. So yeah. the other companies have their hands in so many other pies. Netflix is doing the Microsoft approach where they have their own original content. Then when something good starts happening, they just buy it. So they buy yeah, that these, studio. Then those studios keep doing what they're doing under the Netflix umbrella. But you also got to be careful because, you know, I get the fact that, you know, it's good money. But when you start asking for more money, because I'm sure a lot of people have more than one streaming company, mm -hmm, you yeah. know, not everyone can afford it. And it gets yeah, to yeah. be more expensive than cable. So, yeah, yep. you know, if I had to pay for Netflix, Amazon, Crave, um, and <clears throat> whatever, Disney Plus, you know, yeah. that right there is a huge chunk once a month. So, yeah. you know, there's, if, aren't there like what? a lot of internet service providers or cable providers that do like a package deal? I think that's how a lot of people are getting away with it is because no, not, in the US, their, not in the U.S., I thought the U.S. had more. They have more options, but they, I don't think a lot of cable companies are doing it through their packaging. I think, I think a lot of them are separate. Hmm. Um, they have their own, like for example, Hulu has their mm -hmm. own stream. Hulu, which is owned by Disney, um, yeah. they have their own live channels in Hulu. So a lot of people just buy Hulu's live channels, and then they get the Disney bundle package with that together, and that's their live yeah. TV and their on-demand right there. They don't even yeah. go to the traditional cable companies like, you know, Xfinity, mm -hmm. AT&T. They don't even go through that. They just go straight to streaming, right? Right. So in the U.S. is more advanced in, in doing this. Here in Canada, we have a monopoly, and they're not allowing that to happen. You know, yeah. they don't want you not to buy their cable service. They want to push the cable boxes into your house and then offer you these bundles afterwards. Right. right. So they're, they're really not letting go of that where you don't need a cable box to watch live TV. They're forcing it on you, which is a shame because we we're kind of still in the Stone Age. Well, TV the boxes. reason why they can mm -hmm. get away with that and charging ridiculous prices in Canada is because it's TELUS and Shaw, where in the States, there's so many different more. Well, yeah. Rogers. Rogers really? is the biggest player in the in Canada. They're the biggest. They're the juggernaut. And then it's Bell, and then it's Telus, and then it's Shaw. Well, That's, for cable, Shaw's not. Oh yeah, Rogers is the biggest. Yeah, yeah it's it's, it's a it's Rogers a massive it's a massive TV juggernaut. Stuff. They are, they own many sports teams. They own the MLS, which is oh, they they are massive. I always Rogers, forget about sport TV. Yeah, they they are <laughs> massive. They're they're a juggernaut here. But yeah, I mean, we're kind of getting sidetracked here, but yeah, it, it's, um, you know, we definitely want to see more of the stuff and Moonlight is a good direction. I, it's going to be a good, I think it's going to be a good um, TV show, but I just wish it was a little bit longer, would have been able to explain more, but he is supposed to be involved with Blade and yeah. Black, Black Knight. They're supposed to be a sort of a team of these dark, gritty you know, people coming together, the, the Dark Avengers, if you want to call that, right? Mm -hmm. They're supposed to be setting up that. 
Can you imagine if they throw Ghost, Ghost Rider in that mix? Uh, you know who oh. else is a part of that? Moonstone. There you go. Imagine if they threw in, like, you know, another demon type of character. Mephisto. A sentry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. I, want, I just wanted to say Mephisto. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not letting it go, Chris. I'm not. Even in Moon Knight, I'm You've been doing Moon that Knight. since what? WandaVision? <laughs> yeah. You've been doing that and since we're getting close. And we're getting close, Chris. We're getting close. I swear <laughs> I, I swear, I saw him in Loki. In that oh glass pane. <laughs> Wasn't it the blue bubble gum? Um, some movie facts. <laughs> yes. Um, anything else you guys want to add? We sort of... We went out pretty big here. We did an hour and <laughs> yeah. something... Almost two hours here. So this was like a super episode, and we had a great time today. We didn't miss anything. Nobody was missing from our team. We had a blast today. What do you mean? Got all the facts. uh, Hit all the points. Yeah, it was awesome. I think this is the best episode ever. This this trio format, I think, is probably the best. I think D's out. Hey, it's a quad. Dio's here. We still got a D. (laughs) Who's D? I don't even know who you're talking about. (laughs) Dio. <laughs> he's smiling. He's smiling. So cute. <laughs> I'm on TV. Yes. Justin holding up his dog. <laughs> you should put him with a taco in his paws. Hey, that's racist. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> it's a commercial. So what? Just because he's a Chihuahua, you yeah. think he likes tacos? Chihuahua. Yeah. Don't tell him to wear a sombrero hat. What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's a taco, not a sombrero. <laughs> Oh, okay. I heard some barrel. Anyways, he actually uh, speaks Swedish, not uh, <laughs> not Spanish. Uh, anyways, we want to appreciate we appreciate everybody that came in. I know it's a late a show, but you know what? Hey, it's a late show. We want to do a late show. You can hang out and talk to us if you want. But uh, anybody who's listening, we appreciate that from all of our iTunes, Spotify, and Amazon, and all the other platforms. We appreciate it. There is a fair amount of you that listen to us, so we appreciate that. And uh, if you haven't discovered a YouTube channel, go on to our YouTube channel at Astonishing News and Reviews. Hit that like and subscribe button and leave a comment. And he got offended. <laughs> Alex, liar, you Alex, you liar. You know what? Taco Bell isn't even real Mexican. So there we go. <laughs> yeah, it, no. It's, I don't even know what it is. It's not even real food. It's not even real food. <laughs> uh, uh, as I was saying before, yes. I was rudely interrupted by my colleagues here. Yeah, if you're listening, go ahead and li- hit the like, subscribe button, and leave a comment because Chris, you know, we're giving away prizes, right, every month. Every month, so as long as they are a subscriber and leave a comment, good, bad, let us know how we're doing, what you want to see. Uh, you yeah. could win. We're pushing for a thousand subscribers here, so tell your friends, family to subscribe to our channel, YouTube channel, and <laughs> let's get us to that thousand mark because we want to hit that. 1K, it's gonna be fun. What's so funny here, Chris? What, what Join am I the A and R. No, uh, yes, Alex sure. is uh, coming. Taco Bell is the abortion of tacos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Can confirm. All right. On that note. On that note. <laughs> where, wherever you are in the universe. <laughs> Why am I craving tacos oh, right wait, now? Wherever you, I, I can't. I can't even. Say I kind of want to talk about, and by that, yeah, that's such like. 
Guys, okay. we're ending so it here. Okay? okay? We're ending Go it. Go eat Taco Bell and <laughs> me and Justin will be back hate on your Wednesday. life. Me and Justin will be back on Wednesday to do the Boba Fett uh, video. We'll drop that video on Wednesday sometime in the evening. So look out for that. We're and, probably uh, so, going to yeah. be disappointed again. All right, all right. Uh, Hopefully so not. Wherever you are, wherever you are in the world, even it, at Mexico uh, and in the universe, uh, we you know hope you have a great morning, a good day, and a great night. Take care. Bye-bye. Right. Taco oh Bell. <laughs>